5: on this program are based on the holy spirit leading of a man called coach
4: i gotta ask you this out there christian america
5: it's time for pass the salt
3: with a coach dave daubenmeyer
4: friday morning good excuse me good friday morning get some communion take a little bit of communion i I haven't even looked i assume joe's out there gonna get up with us and lead us in communion but everybody else go ahead and grab one and, and uh It's Friday, the 24th day of uh, what day, month is this? February. And it's show number 1833. (laughs) That's amazing, isn't it? 1833. Wow. I'm going to talk a little bit about that this morning. We're going to take communion. I'm going to, uh, uh, I want to acknowledge before we go any further, uh, I kind of, about our prayer last night. Steve, what a great job you did of organizing that and pulling that thing together uh, in um, what bomb city cities I want to call. It. I can never remember. Uh, East Palestine. And the uh, reflection I had, you know, coming home and all the stuff. And then and then last night to gather again for the prayer last night is, uh, you know, my wife, Michelle, said it She said during prayer last night, she just she just sits up there in a chair she just sits in the chair and lets that prayer bathe through her through the house the idea of corporate prayer the idea of everybody coming together and in agreement and pushing the same direction it's so hard to do you know we we, uh we talk about praying our prayer life but if we would be really really honest right uh, most of our prayer life is just so distracted and it's impulsive, isn't it? We find ourselves in a bind, so we pray. <laughs> Lord, please help me. Help me here, Lord. Help me here, Lord. And very, very little of it is really, really deeply heartfelt, although it is, but it's prayer out of desperation for the most part, for most of us. And uh I you know, I just I just kind of bask in it myself last night as I as I listened to him. You know what I was really, really struck by? I said this to my sweetheart, last night when the prayer was over. We went for about an hour and a half for those of you who missed it. Uh, you know what's really amazing is the book of Psalms. My, 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 my. You know, if you would, to, you want to grow spiritually, read a Psalm a day. Read a Proverbs, a book of Proverbs a day, right? Because I think really it's in those, it's in those two <clears throat> books. It's just off the top of my head or out of my spirit now. In those two books, more than anything, we see the nature of God and the duty of man in, the, in, those, in those two books. And uh, last night, somebody would come in and they would say, uh, Susie Baldwin came in. I don't even remember what she, oh, wow, man, what came out of that girl? Where did that come from? And some people said, "Coach, read Psalm 33." Or why they'd go up? Yeah, we all know the Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. We all know that one. But how many of them are there? I got the Book of Psalms opened up to here right now. By the way, Psalms and Proverbs are back to back in your Bible. There's 150, 150 Psalms, 150 (laughs) of them. Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. That's basically the one we know, isn't it? And the wisdom of the Psalms, as, as somebody else would. Say, let's read this psalm, and they'd come in and pray, and they'd read that psalm, and I'd be shaking my head and said, oh, my God, Lord, I've never read that before, at least not in that context. I never read that. Amen. And, folks, as you read the Bible, all of us, we've become so familiar with this thing here. Uh, we think we have. We've become familiar with what we think this thing says. And when, when New Revelation, the depth, the depth, of the truth, of the scriptures. My, 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 my. As i uh, Tracy just texted me, she says she's been reading a psalm a day since January first. And uh, I, I'm I'm going ahead someplace. I, I don't want to get ahead of myself because I want to get, I want to get communion in. I'll will come back to it, but I I, um, I said to myself last night when the whole thing was over, hour and a half, hour and a half of prayer. And uh, how many of you have done that in your life? And I I was kind of humbled when I, when I, I crawled into bed, I said, Lord, look what you've created here. Look what you've created here. Amen. And it wasn't my intention when I started doing this podcast one thousand eight hundred and thirty-three shows ago that it would be something like this. And it's it's hard for, I'm a team guy, I'm a team player. My whole my whole coaching career is never about me. Now, I am smart enough to know this, that when we won a game, I got the credit for it. I was, I was a genius, but I always knew I wasn't. I knew it was the Norm Emmetts and the Mark Colliers and the Mark Byards and those Dave Klontzes that I had around me, the team focus and team effort, everybody doing their own job. And it's like uh, being the conductor of an orchestra. The conductor looks good, but not if the guy playing the clarinet's playing a different tune. <laughs> it doesn't work, does it? It just doesn't work. And I was humbled last night as I sat here and listened for an hour and a half. I said, my, look what the Lord's done. And here's where I want to focus today's show. That show, I hate, I, is it a show? That's a, that's a, Gathering, I guess, is a better thing. Here's where I want to focus it today. After we do our communion, of course, I got a lot of stuff I can throw up here. I got a lot of topics I can talk about in the culture and society. I I got a lot of that stuff. But I know a lot of you are dealing with this. A lot of people tell you you're part of a cult. Right? Can I tell you why they say that? Because so they have been gone to church their whole life and they have no intimacy with another believer. Uh, I'm just telling you, <laughs> they don't. They don't. Amen. And when, when they see this intimacy with that you have with another believer, they say, well, Betty's lost her mind. I've known Betty for 30 years and she had never liked that. She must have had a stroke. Amen? You guys hearing that, right? Boom. <laughs> really? Huh? Because we're peculiar people. We're peculiar. And we have to be careful. I I really fight this a lot in my my own life. I even fight the idea that they call it, you got to go to Coach Dave's huddle. Because it's in my huddle. And I don't like chasing men. When somebody says this, oh, Coach, you got to listen to this is my – Oh, I listen to this guy every because you gotta listen to it. All of us have rise up in, inside of us and I why why? Why would I listen to that guy? Right? We're all there, right? <clears throat> but in the multitude of many counselors is great wisdom. Great wisdom. Multitude of many counselors. That's a, that's a double entendre. A multitude of many. In the multitude of many. Think about that. And I don't want anybody ever to think that you have to be exclusive here as I I heard a pastor say one time trying to get money out of people he says uh, if this is where you get fed you ought to pay the bill trying to get you to tithe right and um, I'm just humbled this morning here's what I want to do after we do after we do communion I heard this from the Lord this morning by the way Bible says they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And love not their own lives, even to the point of death. And you put those three things together. Love not your lives. You overcame in by the blood of the lamb, salvation. The word of your testimony, your salvation is no good if you don't tell somebody. That's Revelation, uh, I got it over here, Revelation 12. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, salvation, by the word of their testimony. You gotta tell somebody, you gotta tell somebody. You can't be a secret service Christian. Huh? What you imagine going out to date? Can you can you imagine going out, taking a beautiful woman with you, and not introducing her to everybody? This is my wife, this is, this is my wife, is my can you imagine that? And they love not their own lives unto death. Because listen, friends. Sharing your testimony is almost like dying. When you keep those secrets in you, now look, I'm not, I don't want you to come on here today and confess to everybody. But the reality of it is, when you hear somebody's powerful testimony, holy smokes, it changes you, doesn't it? And you sit back and say, wow, I'm, I didn't know she went through that. Are you kidding me? And see, risking, risking not loving your life so much, risking your your reputation to tell somebody what you've been through is loving not your own life. You're no longer ashamed to talk about who you used to be. And that's why I, I know that people who probably knew me uh 40 years ago, however long it would be. How long have we been married? 43, seasons. longer than that, even now, right? They're, they probably, their false teeth probably fall out when they tune in here and hear me talking about the Lord and worshiping the Lord. Their teeth probably fall out because of that guy I used to be. But see, that's the miracle, isn't it? That's the miracle. I once was blind, now I see. I was lost, now I'm found. I was dead, now I'm alive. And there are things in my past, and all of you in your past, that you're ashamed of? Your testimony will free somebody else. A lot of people don't get saved because they don't understand the gospel. They don't know. And they hear somebody give a testimony, and they say, wow, I didn't know that about him. All they knew was the holy and righteous, Coach Dave. They didn't know that old guy that buried. And so loving not your own lives, enough to die to yourself and share the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Amen? It's good, man. This is really, really deep. Because can we all, can we be honest? All of us, we just soon bury that old stuff, right? Our old life just soon bury that stuff. Don't bring that back up. Throw that in the sea of forgetfulness. But, but we can't because why? It brings life to others. It brings life to others. If you can do it to him, you can do it to me. What about the change? Quit worrying about what I used to do. What about the change? What do you say about that? We ran into a guy, Steve Deck. Is Steve Deck's always sharing the gospel. He goes, always sharing the gospel. We ran into some guy up and we were in... Uh, East Palestine yesterday. First guy we ran into was Salt in the River, and some guy comes walking out of his house. And uh, it wasn't 30 seconds before Steve asking him if, if he knew the Lord. Boom. <laughs> right in the face. Hey, dude, you know Jesus? <laughs> where, where do you run from that one? Right? What, what do you do? That's a, that's a yes or a no, isn't it? And he couldn't say yes. And he couldn't say yes. We didn't hold him down. We didn't hold the guy down and hit him over the head with the Bible. But several of them shared the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ with him. Bought gospel, of the kingdom of God, and walked away. Planted a seed and walked away. I used to think like that too. Said to him, "I used to do that because this guy had, at some point, had been somewhat religious. I think, and some lousy stuff had happened in his life, and he uh, he was can I say it? He was pissed off at God." pissed off at of God. See, that's where the word of your testimony comes in. Yeah, I used to be pissed off too. huh? Let me tell you what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. But I found peace. Overcame him by the blood of the lamb, word of his testimony, love not their own lives, even to the point of death. Amen. Wow. Hey, Glenn, you got something we wanted. Somebody wanted us to pray for something of you, Glenn. I got it in my notes here. I, what, what was it, Glenn, we needed to pray for you
7: about? Yeah, good morning. Uh, good morning, everybody. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I submitted a uh, a resolution to the uh, the chair of the Franklin County Republican Central Committee. Uh, it's a resolution uh, that opposes the uh, changes in Title IX uh, that the Biden administration has proposed, and this has to do with gender identity, uh, boys competing in girl sports, and so we have our general meeting on tu- this Tuesday. We haven't had a meeting in quite some time, and so I'm asking for prayer that this uh, resolution will be will be brought up uh, for discussion and a floor vote, and that it would pass unanimously. Now, there's a number of a lot of things on the agenda, so my prayer is that it will that this will be brought up. Uh, so that's what I'm praying for. I did send you a copy of the resolution. Coach, and I sent it out to some of the guys that are in okay. a chat group.
4: That's right, my gone. career. Okay, but I was way behind. On, I'm way behind on emails because I was in, in the truck all day yesterday.
7: So, uh, no problem. Up- I, I, yeah, no problem. Folks, I sent it out this morning to you.
4: Okay. Okay. So, look, here, here's the confusion. I, we're going to hang on. Here's the confusion, folks. This is what happens when you get off of truth. We had women's lib forever, women's rights, women's rights. How long? How long? So I want to gag about women's rights, right? Everywhere you look, gag, 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 gag. Well, now they got women's rights. Well, women's rights now is being trumped by, pardon me, is being trumped by gay rights, right? Women's rights, yeah, they're old, that's old hat. Now. now it's homo rights. And then it's tranny rights. And so women, can't even stand up and fight for their right to have women's sports anymore. (laughs) You can't can't even fight for that anymore. They fought forever to get women's sports, and now they have women's sports, and the women won't stand up and fight for the fact they don't want some guy with a scrotum and testicles and a penis swimming beside them. you, uh, You see what's going on here, right? The confusion, the confusion. Well, who's the author of confusion? We know who that is. So Glenn says, "Hey, uh, I'm going to write. I'm paraphrasing here, Glenn. I'm going to write this uh, legislation here, where here in Ohio, women, biological women, p- swim with biological women. They don't play against the boys. Can you believe they can't get that passed? Where are the women? Where, <laughs>
8: where are the Boom. women?
4: It's- Boom." It's, look, I'm getting off track here. Joe, are you in here to lead us in communion? I didn't even check to see if you're in here, brother.
8: Yes, sir. You're
4: always in here to do communion. Well, let's go, buddy. Uh,
8: Can we please go to Galatians 2 19 to 21?
4: Of course we can. We always can. Hey, folks, can and will don't mean the same. Will we go to Galatians 2? Yes, we will. Okay, go ahead, Joe.
8: For I through the law am dead to the law, Mm. that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me.
4: Then is that ever a powerful, powerful verse? Huh? that That's the gospel in a nutshell, isn't it? Go ahead, Joe.
8: I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain.
4: Wow. If, if you can follow the law into heaven, then Christ died for nothing.
8: I mean, it's not very long, the, these verses, but it really gets right to the point, doesn't it?
4: It does. It really does. If you can follow the law and get to heaven simply by following the law, then there was no need for Christ to have died. That's what he says.
8: Um, I'd like to say a short prayer for us. Heavenly Father, we come to you, brothers and sisters across this country and some other parts of the world. We examine ourselves. And ask you to forgive us our sins and our transgressions and bring us cleansed into your sight. We are so very grateful that we worship a God who so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that we might live if we believe in Him and have a to everlasting life. We cannot even fathom what that means, Lord. That the creator of all gave all. And so, Lord. We ask you to be with us across this country, but especially those in places where there's disasters and things that have in an instant gone wrong and changed our days, like in Ohio and East Palestine and other places around the country, but especially there where our thoughts are and hearts are now. Be with all of those. And help them through their challenges. Carry them, Lord, when when they cannot bear these burdens themselves. And protect them from unseen poisons that they not breathe or drink them in. Keep them safe. And let the authorities, if they aren't helping, to be forced by the Holy Spirit to help as much as possible to get back to safety and health again and dear heavenly father we thank you for all you've done for us we ask you to bless us bless this bread and this drink representing your body and your blood that you sacrificed for us and for those and and as we take this bread and 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 drink help us help this to be a meal that heals for you have purchased our humans with your stripes, Lord, bought and paid for. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Uh, can we please uh, go to 1 <laughs> Corinthians eleven twenty-three to 26?
4: Of course we can. <laughs>
8: this, that the... Lord Jesus, the same night on which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, this do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he cup. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, then we pray. Amen.
4: Amen. Amen. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Man, uh, twenty three minutes gone. Mm, it's good. Uh, Here is where I want to go. I see. I see your hand, now. I'll get to you in a second. Uh, Here is where I want to go. The Lord put it on. The Lord put it on my heart this morning. Um, I want to do testimony time. Now, here, now, look here's here's what I want to do. We have new, we have new people tune in here every day, and you guys know this that when new people tune in, you know the battle that they are fighting at home. <laughs> Somebody says you're following a call, and you're going deeper in your faith, and and hey, let's be honest, that creates tension in the home, doesn't it? It creates tension. And so, for some of the new people who've just logged in here, and just you know, some people come and go. I like to hear I don't want to hear this, okay? I don't want to hear, "Oh coach Dave, you're just the most wonderful guy. You're just the most wonderful teacher. Oh coach Dave, you just encouraged me so." I don't I don't want to hear that. Okay? If you do that, I'm going to mute you. What I want to hear from you is how your life has changed from being a part of this group. Why? Because you overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. And your testimony is going to encourage people who are joining for the first time, this wonderful family that we have and what they're going to face at home from their friends, from their loved ones, from their daughters, from their all of it. And I want people to know this. It's going to change your life. Being in this huddle is going to change your life. And, uh. Change sometimes brings discomfort. And we want to encourage you that as as you grow and as you walk through this, it's worth it. You're the salt of the earth. We're peculiar people, okay? So it's not about Coach Dave. It's not about Coach Dave Live. It's not about the huddle. I want to hear today what's happened to you. Are you more bold? Are you more vocal? Are you more faithful? Do you pray more? Now, look, tell me a story. Not your life story, okay. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the partial word of their testimony Can we say that? Love not their own life even to the death. So, here we go. Go, oh, Mel. I know that's maybe not what you want go ahead. No, you had your hand up. Well,
9: I'm going to do both. So, um, just a few things about the Liberty Action Network. So, I just want to thank you know coach dave and the intercessors for prayer um that put together the action and that we were able to support the liberty action network so thanks to everybody who joined us for three days of prayer and for the three days of fasting and the action the action really the salting of the waters is ongoing so going.
4: that's right. keep doing that. i would keep say
9: keep a, keep a thing of salt in your car and whenever you see water, and if you have time, just pull over and, you know, and salt those waterways. So um, let's just keep that going. Spencer, if you just scroll down a little bit, remember that today is Friday and um, we're doing cash only on Fridays. So if you want to pull up that action, you can, but just everybody remember, let that's, you know, starting with Fridays and then just try to use cash whenever you can, because um, you know, if, if they're driving us towards a digital currency, that's not good for us. So. And regarding the testimony, I really like what Myra read about um in um in Joel, especially verse eight, that said they do not jostle one another. Each proceeds in his path. And it just reminded me of us all playing our own roles. You know, we we don't all have to be like Coach Dave. We don't all have to be like Myra or Craig Mickle and his amazing mind. Like my role, I really feel is, is connecting, you know, people and ministries, and you know, God's put me in that role. And Coach said, you know, how, how it's changed, um, how I've changed being involved with Coach and with Past Assault. And, you know, Coach said that it, you know, changes your life being in the huddle. or being. And it's like it, that's true except for I think it's the action that changes us. When I first met Coach, he invited me to Planned Parenthood to be on the sidewalk. <laughs> and I'm, thinking, well, I, I'm pro-life, but, gosh, I've never really done that. And so I think taking that action really – that's what turned the light on. So I think being here, it leads you to action and it's the action that changes you. When, once you put your faith into action, your life totally changes. And that's what's happened for me, coach. So thanks. Amen. Amen. I agree. Amen. Amen. Everything you
4: do, do unto the Lord, do unto the Lord, George, then. George, then Jean.
10: Okay. Thank hey. you, coach. Uh, yes. How did how does this change me? Well, I was out back in the back of my yard. There's a creek back there and there's a walking path. And there was a, I was putting salt in the water and uh, a gal came down the path with her dog. And so I said to her, uh, she said, well, I said, beautiful dog. And oh, what's your name? I patted the dog a little bit. And long story short, uh, she, I said, she looked at my bag of salt and I said, um, I'm, what I'm doing is, you have you heard of the train crash? in East, East, Leb- or East Palestine, Ohio, and she said, yes, and I said, what we're doing is we're putting salt in the water, just like Elijah did in 2 Kings chapter 2, you can look, I said, do you know the Lord, and she said, well, I grew up Catholic, all right, mm. so I told her uh, what we were doing, I said, if you're willing, I said, do this, I said, go to 2 Kings, see what Elijah was called to do what he did, the Lord did a miracle then, and he can do it now, Amen. that was one, there's three incidences. The second incident came where there was two ladies. I was about back again, two ladies coming down the path and they're waving their hands. So I ran up to them. I said, well, what's, what's going on? And she said, this dog has been way, way, way far away. And it was limping." So I said, I know where that dog lives. So I led the, her, the two girls and the dog back to the, the house. And uh, before any of that, uh, or no, Led her back to the house, and that was that was good. But then uh, I said to her the same exact thing I said. They said, if you're willing. I said, you heard about the train crash up there in East, East Palestine, Ohio. And she said, yes. And so I said, if you're willing. We're taking salt, and we're praying over the waters, and we're putting salt in the waters. And they both said, yes, I'm willing. I will. I will do this. And then the ne- on the way back, this neighbor that I don't particularly like, was working underneath the hood of his car. The Lord said, "Go." So I went up to him. I told him, "I said, listen. I said, I'm sorry. I said I don't mean to be aggressive towards you at all." And, but long story short, he loved the Lord too. I said, "Your brother." Wow. Right? I said, and he knew what's up. I said, "I can't stop it to tell everybody what is going on," and flat out. We had the best conversation I've ever had. I told him about the this, the salt and everything, and so uh, would I have ever done this in my lifetime, in
4: my whole life
10: ever? No, I never Amen.
4: would. That's me. Amen. Amen. You're just getting started, George. Gene, oh, come on in. Gene yeah. and Laura.
11: I just want to say that uh, this group is what it's done for me. is given me more encouragement and more strength and more and more meat to throw out to the people. Because I'm kind of known in my community as a crazy old man. But anyway, I got to say my piece. I take that yeah. from inheritance from my great-grandfather, from my grandfather. He was what yeah. said his mind. And I, I have a tendency of not speaking sometimes before I think. But anyway... I say what God has, I feel like, has put in my heart. And I just think that this group has given me more encouragement because there are people in here that think a lot like I think. Like Amen. like Randy yeah. Lundstrom here in Oklahoma. He has encouraged me a lot. And Amen. I appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you. And you, Coach Dave, I
4: thank yeah. you all. Amen. The boldness to say what you ought to say. <laughs> Not the boldness to say what you want to say. That's easy. The boldness to say what you ought to say. Amen,
12: Jean. Laura. Good morning. Um, This is my word. um, In Zephaniah 3, 16 and 17. In that day, it shall be be said to to the huddle, do not fear, huddle. Let not your hands be weak. The Lord your God is in your midst. The mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness, and he will quiet you, slash the huddle, in his love, he will rejoice over the huddle with singing. And that's exactly what's happened in my life being a part of this group. I don't think I'm crazy anymore. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I'm I mean, you know, you're peculiar. Amen. So, Amen. You know Robert
13: what I mean? I, I, I'm with
12: like minded people, but the leadership and it's like the sports mindship, and like I grew up, I played lots of sports and um my dad was a South side Irishman. So I just, I can't, I, I'm so grateful that the Lord, you know, brought this place because, and then, um, you know, and my pastor is wanting to invite you and I'm sharing in my community. Cause I'm like, this is a group of men who want to be men. They don't want to be women with ovaries, Amen. you know, um, you know, cause I say deflated balls. So there you go. Um, and, um, and and that you want to be men and you want to rise up and be men cuz as a woman I want men around me I'm tired of men being acting like women and um you know in God and and so my pastor is inviting you to the men's conference here in um Amens. you know in June I think it's June or July and but and you know what I mean it's like it's spreading this that's spreading the salt right that's right nice. that's what this is about I'm I'm telling everybody that I know Listen in because you're going to be with like-minded people, so you don't have to think that you're not. Hmm. I'm not so ashamed thank you for the of gift. the
4: gospel of Jesus Christ. No. For it is the power of God unto salvation. But see, it's not the power of God, the gospel of Jesus. If you're ashamed of it, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. But if you're ashamed of it, it's powerless, folks. It's powerless. Amen. Amen. Myra
14: hallelujah oh my god today is the day the lord has made i will rejoice and be glad in it all right tell
4: us your story not your life story come on Myra. yes
14: uh in regard to what uh mel says action and you talking about walking your faith yesterday and in regard to the uh, bible verse that brother joe read i have second timothy one nine ten who, Second Timothy 1, 9-10, who have saved us and called us with an unholy call, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, wow. but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who have abolished death and have brought life and immortality to life to light through the gospel. Um, I'm just a better person just being around um, the saints in the huddle. Amen. Creating Amen. a wild animal in you. Yeah. Julie, come on in. Good morning. I'm so thankful for this uh, huddle. Um, years ago, two years ago, I prayed, Lord, please send godly people around me. And the Lord eventually, through the journey, brought me here. And it has made me more bolder more outspoken than any church or preacher could ever say or do. I mean, it's just and the people that he's surrounded with. I'm just very thankful for that.
4: Thanks, Coach. Amen. I pray you all know your word matters. It matters. Tammy. Oh,
15: hey. Bob. 1987 Ford pickup truck. A.M. radio, coming home from work, listen to this little preacher on an A.M. radio out of Canton, Ohio, talked about a flame shooting up out of Ohio. and What he's seen in his dreams or something. Wow. I, I found it. That's I'm going to leave it right there, and that's where I'm at.
4: Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> Flames shooting up out of Ohio. Because, look, the gospel should change you. If it doesn't change you. I question whether you got a hold of the real thing. Steve, go ahead. Steve, you're not unmuted yet, bud. You're not unmuted yet. <clears throat> I, just
16: I Just a few minutes ago, well, first of all, yesterday was a great day. It was. And to start off the things, you know, numbers are important to God, and there was eight of us, which represents new beginnings, you know, Amen. for this world as well as for East Palestine. But uh, that yesterday, you know, I, why, I, with others, witnessed to three people: Ben, the woman with the water, and the Jewish reporter. That's right. That's right. Right? Yeah. So, I, I'm like okay, and, and and how many? We hit three sites in the morning. Well, that morning, we had lunch, got out of there, and hit three more sites. <laughs> three threes. My birthright. Yeah. You know. Steve, I think,
4: Steve Deck went back, not only he went back and drove stakes, salted drove stakes at the site. You couldn't even get near the site and he was able to get there last evening.
16: Yeah. It was just a great day. I feel good, you know, got got home at eleven and fresh. It's it's what a great day.
4: Isn't it great to get up in the morning and say, What am I gonna do for the Lord today? rather than am I gonna go golfing? Uh, what am I what, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna do something for the Lord today. That's what I'm
16: gonna do. Oh. You know, Four in the morning to 11 at night, but it was a great day. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I, I served the Lord.
4: Amen, Steve. Amen. Brother, let's, let me tell you something. I see the change in you. I see the change. Mark Trump, come on in.
17: Yeah, Coach, I tell you, I was in Boise investigating this thing about, <laughs> I don't know, and and met you, and, and I, I just couldn't believe it. I was so skeptical, and I show up at your house a week later. But the way i I describe my time since then, it's like a puzzle piece. You know how you'll try to fit a puzzle piece in where it don't fit? That's (laughs) me. That's me. I've never fit. But when I started, you know, following you and meeting everyone, Chad, and the beginnings of this thing that you have going, I fit. (laughs) I fit, Coach. And every puzzle piece thinks that it's the full picture. Every puzzle piece thinks it is. But we're part of the body of Christ. We're making that full, beautiful picture. And I feel like I fit. I feel like I'm assembled. And uh, that's that's how it changed me, Coach. Thank you.
4: See, we don't think we're the whole body here. We're smart enough to know we're part of the body, right? We have a role here. We're smart enough to understand that. We don't want to be something else. We just want to be free to be who we are and what we are. So let me get Stephanie in because she's... She got her hand up. She can't get her up. Hand up, there. Stephanie. Go and then Rochelle. Go, Stephanie.
18: Morning, Coach. Morning, everybody. Uh, yeah. Hi, everybody that doesn't know me. Um, back up until 2018, I was a practicing witch, white witch, and shaman. I practiced shamanism every day of my life. I was someone that people came to for the healings and the all the smudging and the tarot card readings and all that. And I was searching for information on Nephilim in these giant mounds because I knew Bigfoot was real. And so I went to this conference to talk to uh, L.A. Marzulli about this. And there was this, this guy named Russ Dizdar praying about breaking generational curses. And then there was this little guy, not much bigger than me, jumping up and down. And he drew this stick man on the board. And that was Coach Dave Dobbinmeyer here. And mm-hmm. he was talking about the the supernatural in the action and and just how to how to walk your talk and I was like this guy's got it and, and he's a Christian and I literally walked into this conference in Canton Ohio in 2018 a heathen a pagan a witch I was one of them and I heard this prayer and and all of this and felt the healing in my heart and ran to the altar and repented from all that. And as Jesus has come into my heart because yeah. of what I was feeling inside. And from that moment and from that day, I literally changed my life, started reading the Bible, reading, reading everything, researching all of this because I found evidence that brought everything together. If you're mm-hmm. listening to this and, and, and you feel like Mark said, we're all like these weird puzzle pieces and we all kind of have our peace. Supernatural is real. The darkness is real and i try to from this group just express every day how real it is and the dark side hates you because mm-hmm. you love jesus and we're all on a team together and my puzzle piece is just screaming how real it is and how to claim your authority and that's how this group thank you jesus thank you coach and everybody because mm-hmm. we're all we're all peculiar mm-hmm. in our own way thanks well, Amen. i'm telling you if i was drafting people i
4: would I would have never drafted you. That would have been the biggest mistake of my life. We thank God for you, Stephanie. Stuff you've taught oh. me is unbelievable. <laughs> Come on. Just, <laughs> when, just when you think you know it all, you find out you don't know anything. Come on in, Rochelle.
13: Thanks, Coach. Yeah, it's good to have some intel from the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I am. I can't tell you how thankful I am to be able to plug in here. Um I just want to keep it short and sweet. So I just made a note and um, I guess after you come here and you really immerse yourself in it, you, you kind of get to erase everything that has already been written in your book uh, up until now, because it, it really doesn't matter. All of the uncertainty and restlessness and lies there, they can be gone. And in place of all of that, you just write the word courage. Just write that down and you start this journey um, and continue in faith. And this hat, I got this hat. Uh, my first adventure with Coach Dave was also an abortion clinic. I think that's where we get to cut our teeth. Yep. And then um, slowly my eyes began to see that the kingdom starts in this dimension. It starts here. And you get these doses of wisdom from the team and these doses of compassion. And um, I guess the hardest part is that I can't go and do everything that everybody's doing. You, you you want to, but I had to start looking at my own work as worship because I do that. I do a good job. I honor my customers and the creator rewards me with the way to provide for my family. And no. um, what's been the best part is the people. And thank you so much, Coach. There's no place like this.
4: No place like this. There's no place like home unless he's at the show, Tim, come on. And then, and then Dave Allison.
19: Well, I guess I get a bit before Dave, but Dave Allison is the one that uh, introduced me to uh, coach Dave and pass the salt. And you came up to uh, St. Clair County spoke. He took me down to an event and, uh to me, it's been uh, great. You guys are the real deal. I do online church and almost always I have your hat on. And uh, I just praise God for you. I just wanted to say, real fast, in <sighs> regards to your first conversation about giving testimony, I think that so many people, in my mind, misunderstand Romans 7 7 to 25 because we look at it as a sanctification passage. I'm convinced that was Paul's testimony of before he was converted. And if you think about it, we have a lot of sanctification passages in scripture. In my mind, that's the only text that we have where somebody is talking about who they were, what they went through before they came to Christ. And without the grace uh, of Christ, I wouldn't have a testimony
20: either. So thank Amen. you, Coach Dave.
4: Amen, buddy. Glad to have you, Tim. Blessings. Dave, Allison, and Betty.
20: Yeah, good morning, everyone. And uh, thanks, Tim. And, yeah, and so that is part of, part of my testimony. It got me out of my butt, started getting me out in the public, and that's how I met Tim. Tim's intimately involved in Green County. They met last night. I felt bad I wasn't there. You know, Tim, we had a prayer thing going on here, and it was hard. But uh, you're definitely guys in my heart. But, but that's what's it's changed my life, and uh, it's got me to get engaged, to speak the truth. And I, the fellowship here is so rich. I just I can't put it into words. My testimony, though, to everyone on this um, that's listening this morning, um, my wife and I, I think we're going to be married like forty-five years this coming May. And we've been through some stuff and uh, all kinds of things, but I can testify that God is faithful. He's always provided. He's always brought us through. He's always great, made a way of, of escape out of every trial we faced. And we we faced some tough ones, I'm telling you right now. But I want to encourage everyone, just sit close to the Lord. And I thank everyone that's in here. You've enriched our life greatly. Every morning, your voices echo throughout our home. A lot of times we put it on Bluetooth. And, and your, your voices are well-known throughout our home. Amen. Amen, Dave.
4: Amen, morning, Dave. Dave. Thank you, honey. Yeah. Sherry jumps in there. We're glad we're, uh, we're glad you're with us, man. We're glad you're with us. Blessings, Betty, and then Clay.
21: Well, I've only been with the group less than two years, but I had heard you like uh, three or four times at America, God and Country, Are We the People in Saint Clairsville, and because of COVID and we couldn't do much. I saw your card and it kept saying, "Watch me, watch me." So one morning I decided to see if you were worth your salt, <laughs> and I watched you. And I said, Well, I'll try tomorrow morning again. There is no way this man can be good two days in a row. Well, guess what? It's been almost two years and you're still good. And the team that you have here, I tell you what, they are my family. I've lost my family because of COVID. Now I know I have a family here with most of these people. They're amazing. They've taught me. You've taught me how to pray, how to read a Bible how to go out and occupy, how to expand God's kingdom, you know, and giving out these challenge coins and be able to pray over someone. My church never said, Hey, Betty, come up and say a prayer. And I've probably been too scared to do it. Like, am I going to say the right thing or the wrong thing? Or, you know, or am I going to get kicked out or who knows what? So through you and this group of people that are just warriors that are willing to stand up for God and stand up for other people. Where do you see that? You can't, my neighbors won't even do that. So, you know, (laughs) it's, it's really sad. So you are my family and you've learned, i used to be trust and obey. Now it's trust, obey and occupy. So I want to thank you and thank the group for being a part of my life.
4: Amen. See, the Spirit brings life. Do you sense the life coming out of these people? Spirit and- brings life, man. Life draws people. They, they may not like it. They may not know what to do with it. It may bother them, but it draws people. Hey, to hell, there's something wrong with Betty. Because what? There's something there that wasn't ever there before. Clay, come on. And Tracy.
22: <clears throat> well, although we try to do what's right and serve the Lord, In a lot of cases, we're outcasts and black sheep. Amen. And uh, if you're too righteous for your family and too bold for the church, it can be a lonely road out there. And that's where I was for years and years and years. And uh, finding this group, it puts you in touch with other people that are like-minded. And uh, you're not an outcast anymore in this group. And this group don't judge you. Like a church, like your typical church does, they know you're a little rough around the edges, and that's okay. amen and uh yeah there is not a showy church either. People asleep on the floor, they'll sleep in their car, they'll sleep in tents, whatever they have to do to do good works
23: amen. amen and
22: and you know i I don't think I had any new friends, true friends from probably about the age of maybe fifteen years old, all the way up to being in you know, in my late forties, getting connected with this group. And I think the reason that you make good friends is because you uh, share experiences that are meaningful and create memories, meaningful memories and doing meaningful things. And uh, almost everything that we do in this group together is a meaningful thing. So when you go lay your hands on those cornerstones or boundary markers for Washington, D.C., uh that's that sticks in your mind and and you connect with these people and you you share that time and you become friends and how many people do you know that you could say i want that washington monument to come down one day i want to see it laying on the ground because yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, a a phallic symbol you know yeah. and here we were coach our group had our hands on that washington monument we did praying against Washington, D.C. Now, that's a memory you'll never forget right there. Amen. And I Amen. just thank y'all for the friendship and fellowship. And, and uh, I've got true friends out of this group, and we're a family. Amen, baby.
4: Amen, Clay. Wow. Amen, nice Clay. That's why I went to East Palestine yesterday. I won't be able to tell people, yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Tracy, come on in.
24: We need a whole day of testimonies. Um, I'm trying to shorten it up, but I was searching for something for a long time. I was a people pleaser. I wanted everybody to love me. I wanted joy, make people happy. I was pleasing the wrong kind of people. And God knew that. When I came to this group, I was on the verge of another divorce. And now because of you coach, because God led me to this group, and the prayers, and the fellowship, now my husband is praying with me, because I'm obedient to him now, I don't do anything in my life without him, without talking to him, without his approval, he knew I needed someone, and that's why I always say he put me in that van with this past assault ministry group that day for a reason and my life has changed and now because I'm not pleasing these people anymore I please God first you see them all dropping like flies now so were mm-hmm. they really my true friends no but mm-hmm. I don't care I have I have the most important person in my life watching over me and that's the Lord and I have this fellowship and I could just go on and on I try to shorten this up but I'm telling you, my life has totally changed because of you, Coach, and this group. I don't know how you can give a testimony in here without including you, Coach. I know you said don't make it about you, but you didn't give up on me. You didn't give up on any of us.
25: So take the credit.
24: God put you here for a reason. Thank you, everybody. And we need a day of these testimonies.
4: (laughs) Yeah, we do. So we're going to have the first... We're going to have the first overtime in the history of Coach Dave live. I'm not going to, I'm going to stay here till all the testimonies are done. Go ahead, Dan.
26: What Clay said a little while back, man, that, that, that he, was, he, was, he was speaking about my life experience. I've been an outcast, but not only that, I found that all the environments I've been in, family or friends or work has constricted, restricted my spiritual growth mm. and the, what it's done for me. Is it? It feels like it's transplanted me from that little pot that I've been restricted in, into fertile soil. And every day when I'm onto the huddle, I get I get I get uh, fertilized and watered.
4: Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, uh, Joe. Just a second. My buddy Norm must be listening live. He just texted me. Are you ready for this? He said, what an amazing gathering, a special thanks to all the people in London. That's where I was a coach. That's where they ran me out of coaching. To a special thanks to all the people in London who attacked you. Boom. <laughs> they created a, right. a monster, didn't they, Coachy? They created a monster. Joe Allen, come on Amen. in.
27: Come on. I look at it this way, Coach. Everybody has a family, immediate family. Just look down at the bottom right, and you got one hundred and thirty something people here. I call family. I know I can pick up the phone in a second. My family will respond to me. Hmm. You're all, we all call each other friends, but I consider every one of us family. Amen. Amen. Where well, we are, we're in the family of God, and we're. Keep
4: Amen, Joseph. And then if
27: you it, your own home.
4: The husband, hey.
27: the household. Amen. Coach say headed this this household. Is, is been there for everybody and as was well we have for him.
4: Amen. Amen. Amen, Joe. Appreciate all you've done for us, Joe. I gotta share this. Steve Deck just when we we all we all went out to eat yesterday. I, I, there was eight of us. I, there was more actually showed up when we ate. Well, I went out to eat and I said to the waitress, I always say this to waitresses because when Christians come in, because I got my cross hat on. Somebody told me a long time ago, they, a waitress told me they hate Christians. They hate to wait on Christians, especially on Sundays, because they come in and the tip is $1 and a gospel tract. And there's a big joke amongst uh, waitresses. Oh, my God, here come, here come the Christians. So I always make a point. I said to to the lady last yesterday, our waitress yesterday, I said, listen, hey, I want you to know one thing. We're big tippers. She didn't know what to respond. I said, oh, yeah, we're big tippers. And so Steve told me that the girl said she got emotional because it was the biggest tip she'd ever received in her life yesterday. Huh? Hey, that's expanding the kingdom right there, folks. See, that's expanding the kingdom. That's how you let your light shine. I'm not some chintzy, uh, tightwad, pickle-faced Christian.
16: I believe an expanding the kingdom. she had, she Kevin, had such a Kevin, glow, on and I in. gave her a hug on the way out. Amen. Uh, What's that, Steve? Great, she had such a glow on her, you know, <laughs> we were, you know. She we gave her the tip. I gave her mine. And then and then she she went in the back room. She came back out with tears in her eyes. She said, You know, this is the biggest tip that she ever got. And, then, and on the way out, you just gave her a hug and said, God bless, and out yeah. we went.
4: Amen. Yeah. Think what a little extra money out of your pocket, what it did in her heart. Think about that. Kevin, come on in. So, Coach,
0: I want to challenge people to think about something just a little bit differently with this testimony. I I don't think it's so much the fact that we're a like-minded group. I think it's the fact that we are a like-hearted group. We are many minds, many talents, many backgrounds, many ages, many experiences, many people of different points of growth. We all think a little differently. I mean, if we were all like-minded, we wouldn't have much to say. We'd throw the food Amen. on the table. And, yeah, we'd throw the food on the table. And Dave, you'd say, boy, that's good beef. What do you think, Chad? Yep, yep. that's good beef. How about you, yep. Kev? Yep, good beef. No, no, we get in and dissect. But you know what? We're like-hearted because we have a common bond. So even mm-hmm. though we come, see, look, this is why it says there is great wisdom in the council of many it takes many different minds and viewpoints and intellects and we tug and toss and turn and wrestle and that's how iron sharpens iron and so Mm -hmm. that common bond that we have that's the lord jesus christ our heavenly father the holy spirit the scriptures that's what keeps us coming back to the table and sitting down with our different intellects and our different viewpoints with with like-hearted brothers and sisters and i'll tell you this dave Here's one of the great things about this, about this group, the blessings that happen within these, if you would call it four walls, they don't stay within the four walls, they go Mm. out. And that's what I really appreciate about this group. The Mm -hmm. growth that happens with people in here goes out and affects the real world. It doesn't
4: just stay in the huddle.
20: Mm. Amen. And we don't need cry closets.
4: So I'm going to write, I'm going to write a commentary or book. Uh, They know that we are Christians by our love. I said, no, they know we're Christians by what we hate. I think that's more appropriate, isn't it? They know we're Christians by what we hate. Not who we hate, but what we hate. Roger, come on in, then Judah.
23: Uh, Coach, I just want to share something. I've I've learned a lot the last three days of this prayer time that we've had for the river. Uh, Um, I went down to the Suwannee River, which is a long way from Ohio. And I met a guy there when I was doing the salt, uh, I met a guy there who'd been all over the country and uh, he was just really sad because the Suwannee river, there's hardly no fish there no more. Mm. And so I went, I went back and I got looking at, uh, I think Kevin mentioned this the other day about the, how they how Dioxins are really bad, you know? So I went out and I, I researched it about how the dioxins are produced otherwise. and, If you have a place where they cut trees down and they turn the trees into pulp and make paper out of them, when they bleach the the wood to make paper, it creates dioxins. Hmm. Uh, When they do smelting for places that do melt uh, metals, it creates dioxins. And so one of the things that I learned from all this is what happened in Ohio is really the beginning because the luciferic system, has poisoned a lot of these rivers. Yes, that's right. And, and this is an ongoing thing. It's been happening for some time. And uh, the the one, there's a plant that makes paper in Georgia, and it's right on the Suwannee River. Mm. Uh, and, I, and I learned from this guy that I met that there's another company that's been dumping chemicals in the other time. Well,
4: so the love of money is the root of all evil, isn't it? That so really, is love
23: of money. That's really, right. we just walked into something that's the tip of the iceberg.
4: That's right. That's right. We're going to win this thing. Blessings, Roger. Judah, come in, then Paul. Hey, we're in overtime. We're time. officially in overtime here at Coach Dave Live. Go ahead. Extra session.
28: I'll keep it short and sweet, That's but right. uh, to the point, um, by the word of our testimony, you know, uh, back in 2012, I was diagnosed with stage four leukemia and um, was given to the point of four days left to live. I was in the Wexner hospital. And, uh, at midnight, I uh, I finally made a deci- decision. Said Christ, "I said to uh, bring me out of this, and we will resolve the solution." And what do you know? I'm I'm healed today. Amen. And it brought me to uh, many revelations and many resolutions to understanding why that happened. And the um, you know, people, the the cross tracks, always kept coming back to Coach Dave and people that were. Um, providing solutions to results, solutions to cancer. Um, Christ is always behind those things. But to keep this simple and skinny is uh, one day I'm driving home from work and I'm just praying, Lord, Lord, I I know the reasons for these things. I know what's happened to these things. Lord, please put somebody in my life that can take us to the top, who can show us and connect us with those people who need to know these things. I get a phone call from my doctor. He says, uh, hey, you need to come see Coach Dave tonight. And I'm like, uh, "Uh, no, I'm busy. I got this going on. I hung up the phone. He called me back and said, um, hey, no, you need to be here tonight. And I said, no, I'm good. Well, I walked in that room that night, and um, I got a chance to meet one of my best buddies, Brett Bull, ChristianRevolution.net. And I see Coach Dave up on stage. And um, I literally – it was an answer to prayer to meet these mighty men of God because, you know what? They stood in the gap. I was one of these lost people out there because of J6. I was one of these people who was a leader, uh, a captain, a coach, a person who wanted to find other people out there. But I saw a lion by the name of Nick Rolovich, university's, uh, Washington State's coach who stood in the gap for his Christianity and he got fired. I saw a whole bunch of passive, weak head coaches fall by the wayside who didn't stand up for Christ. And you know what? The jabs went through. But you know what? Coach stood up. Coach was preaching the gospel. Coach was doing things. And I I walked beside it. I said, you know what? Thank God there's another man who's got Ephesians 6 armor on. I'm going to get around that person. And I'll tell you what. You guys don't know this yet, and I can't talk about it yet. But because of Coach Dave's huddle, Coach Dave's huddle is the solution. He is the ground zero to J6 and the COVID. And things are coming out so much and so mighty that, you know what, he staked the grounds in Washington, D.C., put his hand on the Washington Monument, and guess what? Victory is coming, guys. Victory is coming, and God gets all the glory, credit, and honor. And the word of the testimony, Coach Dave understands this. I was in Cape Cod over the summer, and a lady walked up to Coach Dave and I, and she said, God gave this to me this morning. This is a golden lion of Judah and put it in my hand. Mm-hmm. And he witnessed it. I saw it, and I knew why I was there. But because of that relationship, that information that I'm talking about got to the top of the top of the top of the top. And because of Brighteon and Coach Dave and the connections, doors only God can open have put me in the places where people need to know this wisdom and knowledge. And yeah. it is mighty and glorious.
4: Praise Jesus. Amen. 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 Boy, gee, Amen. I, could go on. I could go on and on and on. I've got to show you this. I just got this from Craig. You probably won't be able to. I hold it up to my phone and, you know, the green screen messes it up. Okay? But it's a picture there. You can sort of see that. Can I tell you what this says? This is amazing. Scoff if you want to. Breaking news. A white powder substance is falling from the sky in West Virginia, Maryland, and other regions. Boom. That'd be salt, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Huh? It's falling from the sky. <laughs> Paul, come on in.
29: Um, I, I've lived more lives before I was 18 than most people I know.
30: <laughs>
29: brutalized. Uh my parents literally said they hated me. It was it was uh is it was a nightmare coach and uh then I went to a seminary and put a gun to a priest's head. And, and uh I've always been this strong-willed son of a gun and then I became this crazy football player and the coaches did motivate me, coach. I motivated people because I was a nutcase, right? Yeah. And uh And then it was betrayal by the military and uh, then betrayal by the medical system. One betrayal after another. To say I'm a black sheep is an understatement, Coach. But you know what? In the end, Coach, I have no regrets. I'm having so much fun now. Two, about a year ago when I met you, Coach, I wasn't going to leave. Man, I I just want to ask this, Coach. Who the hell motivates you? I know the answer. I know the answer to that because it's the same Something that motivates me. And uh, and thank God uh, we have coach, man. Uh, just as coach.
4: Hey, just doing hey, my man. job, folks. Just doing my job. Welcome to the team. Steven, come on in.
11: Hey, me, coach? Yeah. Uh, um,
31: well, it's been a long time since I've known you, coach. You first over here uh, with the Religious Freedom Act over in Indiana with uh, Mike Pence. Um, I can't, I don't have enough time to probably express my, uh, sincere gratefulness that God has given me as a blessing with you. Um, so many times you put me in situations where, um, I was able to exercise my faith and I didn't realize how much of a coward I am because I grew up in the hood. I went to Iraq. I seen Christians get their heads cut off over there. I mean, just, I've been grateful for the things that you've given me. Um fellowship you shoved me out there on a gay pride over in columbus for my first time ministering and i'm a pretty active person outgoing individual and heck the first time i met you you guys questioned me for like 10 hours and i've been able to be i've been able to go places and see things and i've seen an abortion clinic for the first time uh, and what what really happens out there you took me to trump's inauguration there's uh target whenever you were sitting there uh talking about the gender neutral policy and you just kept shoving me up there and I was so petrified and I sat up there and I was like 500,000 people in the gay pride and I still got videos of it and the the profuse hatred for the, uh, the Lord and then all the churches that celebrate and I guess you really help um Give me enlightenment and revelation of seeing what actually walking out your faith looks like. And then, you know, that, um, boy, I got to say that was scarier than going to Iraq and scarier than going and living in the hood or (laughs) doing anything stupid that I've done in my life. But coach just in general, I've been feeling like that you've been like a spiritual father to me. Um, I've been gone for quite about four years, um, and living in my sin, backsliding, disobeying God willfully. Um, and I think the most important thing is, is even when you're rejected by someone who you love and want to spend the rest of your life with, I can come back and hearing everybody, you guys are trying to make me emotional and I'm not trying to be, I'm trying to be more manly, but it's nice to have that fellowship. So I thank you, um, Lord, for allowing each and every one of us to have you coach. I mean, you told me something. Um, I needed a car. My car broke down. I was in Ladoga, Indiana. You're all the way in Ohio. And somehow this whole entire day worked out. But you told me something that stuck with me. Um, I prayed for two weeks and not heard from you, never said a word. You killed me out of the blue. And you're just like, well, you need a car. Get over here to Ohio. And uh, you said that you'll help me if I can just make it there. And I don't know how, but somehow uh, an ex-girlfriend from years ago, my cousin got off work. He chose to stay home. I ended up making it all the way to Ohio. You met my cousin. um, and it's been a blessing, Coach, and I thank you for taking me back in, and I just thank every one of you guys for sharing your testimony. It's been a blessing. Every morning I get up when I feel very, very alone and empty. So thank you.
4: Stephen, the Robert Frost said home is the place that when you have to go there, they have to take you in.
17: Praise the Lord.
4: Welcome back. Amen. Amen. Kevin Van Story. Go ahead, Kevin.
8: I had to to find my button.
30: Um, I have to be careful about this because you'll make me, just just speaking of you, will make me emotional. But um, you are the refiner's fire. Mm -hmm. And the refiner's fire from God is working through you. And just like uh, uh, somebody said a while ago, I don't know, you know, Paul said a while ago, you know, what motivates you? Because, Coach, you're consistent. You're consistent. You I'm provide, you, provide you, you You pull the courage out of men. You I help mean. Me, You help me overcome my own fear. And mm-hmm. so the, the refiner's fire is the best thing, uh, you know. It's just the longer I've been around you, the more that I've been around you, the more that I love you. The, uh, here's the thing that I know about this hoe, because I've seen people come and go, and there's then there's the, then there have been the consistence, the ones that stay, the ones that are being filtered, the ones that are being sifted, and the ones that are being refined, and the and and the and the strength and the courage. You know, I, I have my crosshasses my cross hats, but this is the hat that my daughter and my son-in-law, my my drug riddled daughter for 14 years got me. And she got this for me for Christmas because last fall we're walking around Silver Dollar City and I don't have a hat on. And I walk up and and I start to talk to somebody and I start to witness to them. And she, after she saw that, She said, Kevin, she said, Dad, you are a man of God. People see that. And I'm a man of God because I'm a man of coach. I'm a man of the Salt and Light Brigade. And I have no fear now. I'm a fearless guy. I'm a dangerous man. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Yes, sir. You're a dangerous man.
2: Praise the
32: Lord.
4: Christians should be dangerous men. Amen, Kevin.
2: Love you, buddy. Dale. Well, brother, I want to tell you something. Uh, we cut our teeth and our friendship was forged in the foxholes, brother. Amen. And That's before right. there was a coach Dave Live, there was still a coach, and his and name live. was Dave Dobbermeyer. And I remember, brother, going back to the days, hearing you preach during OSA events, brother. And they were all fabulous. And, brother, I mean, amongst generals. The the Flip Benhams, the Rusty Thomases, the Antes, there was Coach too. And brother, what you brought, you didn't try to preach their message. Michelle and I would love when, when we would look at the schedule and see Coach was preaching that night. Brother, let me tell you what, our spirit stirred. But brother, it, it goes beyond that. And, I, and I'm going to get to the point. One of the things that you, through this ministry, changed in me. Because brother, we were our, our hearts were already knitted there in the foxholes. I get that, and that was beautiful, but brother, it was it was probably three years ago, as a pastor and you challenging pastors to allow the congregation to interact in the messages. Brother, it changed our church. Amen. It changed the people in the church. and brother, that has been a blessing because I have seen the growth within my church just because of that. You know The holiness and all of that stuff was there, but watching other people step up to the to the to the ministry. And now when I go on vacation and stuff, people go, oh, well, who do you got coming in to preach? I said, listen, if I can't raise men up in my church to preach, then I have failed as a pastor. And so and it's not just it's not just going to the D.C.'s coaching, you know, this it's not just going to the homosexual parades. It's also the balance of of mercy ministries. There's not been another ministry out there that have sown into helping uh, the people during hurricane reliefs and stuff like that, that you know I enjoy doing too, that you have sown into. And brother, that's the balance of it. It is the prophetic and the mercy ministry all in balance right there. And you have brought that once again. I'm honored to not only know you, the men that I have met in this ministry, Amen. This ministry, that this is this is a precious jewel, and brother, you want to talk to us on. It is definitely a threat to the kingdom of darkness. I love Amen. you, brother. Amen. I love, I love you. you. I love your family. Amen. Amen. Hey, Amen. Hey,
25: Amen. Doing, my Boom.
4: doing my job. Emma, come on in.
1: Uh, Tom and I were just talking, and he said coach is too toxic to, for Christian radio because that's how we kind of discovered you the first time. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I was toxic. Boy, they ran me off, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: they did. But uh, I I just wanted to say I'm really glad that I got to go to January 6th uh, in 2021. And the only people that died that day did not die at the hands of the Patriots, but that's at right. the hands of the Capitol Police. And yeah. uh, uh, you know, we listen, you know, five days a week, and um, the gal that invited me doesn't even listen, which amazes me. But then again, I'm just glad to to have gotten into this group. I feel like a latecomer because we've been kind of wanting to do this kind of thing
4: all of our yep. lives,
1: all of our Christian Brilliant. lives.
4: Thank you, Coach, for bringing us in. Amen, because you get up in the morning and you got you got your tribe, don't you? No matter how bad yesterday was, you got your tribe. You can go get encouraging, you can huddle up again, you can draw strength. We got to go out again today. We got to go again. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Amen on hey, that, coach. Yep.
3: Coach, let me press in a minute, Randy. Yeah, coach. I I don't like to butt in, but I I don't have a hand here. I'm driving down All the right, road. Go, so, coach. Listen to this. Now listen. You're a part of these testimonies. It's not because of how great you are, but it's the, the God in you that has touched the lives of these people. And that is part of our testimony. So it ain't about you. We know that, Coach. But when we give a testimony, you're in it because Amen. you are the apostolic voice that equipped us.
4: Amen.
3: And, and Coach, the church is built on the apostles and the prophets. Why? Because they build and they confirm what God is doing is temple, and that's what you've done, and that's why you're a part of this. So, coach, it's it's about humility for you to hear this that you're involved in all these. But that's how it is, coach. That's because Amen. God has put this thing together, and this is Amen. this is amazing to hear the, the people of God and the testimony. So that's, Amen. I could go on. I'll Amen. I'll stop right there. God bless Have you, to- coach.
4: I appreciate
0: it, man. I appreciate it. Hey, Coach, 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 I'm gonna jump in on that because I think <laughs> this point needs to be made. I don't think it's an accident. I consider it prophetic that your name Daubenmeier, means keeper of the doves. That's your job. That's, right. that's what you do here, and these testimonies reflect that.
4: That's folks, that's what Daubenmeier, German dog, Dove. 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 Daubenmeyer was a dove keeper, keeper of the doves, keeper of the Holy Spirit. Powerful, isn't it? Wow, from the foundations of the earth. Uh Trent.
24: I second that Patriot. Good.
4: <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, coach.
33: The- uh shoot. It's just it's just saying thank you to you and all these people have, have nailed it. Randy nailed it. Uh Kevin nailed it. And uh it's the obedience. It's like and that's what you're pulling out of us. You know, you believe we're believers and uh you believe the Holy Spirit speaks to us and you're telling us to act on it like uh like Steve Deck did. Imagine if he imagine if he shut up, you know. That yeah. he uh, it's, that's that's how powerful Steve Deck was in the movement. You know what I mean? He, yeah. the Lord spoke to him and he what text or called you and it was just like, okay, well it's on and look yeah. at what it came to. Is is raining? it's raining salt? It's
4: raining less than
33: a week. You know, (laughs) seriously. I mean that—that's how powerful, well, Jesus Christ is. You know, and that's how we have to stand up for Him when somebody when somebody down talks our God. We have to shut them up from from now on. Like that, we need to take offense to that, and uh, we don't know how. We don't know how short time is. I was working with a guy last week and he died last night. You Uh, know what I mean? So we just don't know. So share the gospel today, share it forever. And that that's what you have done, Coach. You you bonded us together and you made us take a step forward. And you every okay, well, you didn't step forward yesterday. Well, guess what? Today take a step forward and that's the motivation and it keeps and it keeps driving us and it there has been people fall by the wayside we don't know where they're at or whatever and that's fine but uh we're just we're here for Jesus Christ and I and and you continue to push us forward thank you coach amen,
25: amen.
4: yeah I remember meeting you and you oh
33: wow that's a whole story
4: too if I got into all that Glenn come uh Glenn then Dan I'm sorry i tried Dan hasn't been in. Dan then Glenn. <clears throat> no, Dan, can you hear Glenn? Go ahead.
7: Yeah, thank you, Coach. You know, I, I think back to uh you know, I'm just honored to be uh with with all of these men and women who who you know who joined the the, the past assault and and became the salt and light brigade because they recognized through you that um, there was something that needed to be addressed uh, in our culture and, and they were looking for but they didn't know what to do uh, or they were looking for a leader. And that's, that's what happened to me, coach. I mean, there's a reason that your parents named you David. Uh, And, and uh, you know, I think back, you know, when King David, before he was King, when he, when he, delivered the sandwiches to his brothers when they were facing the Philistines. Uh, and what, what was his question? They, they tried to push him back and said, go back home. And he said, but isn't there a cause? And that's Is the thing. Is there yeah. not a cause? And, you know, I've been a Christian for a long time, but nobody, no pastor or, or leader ever challenged me the way you challenge us. And and it woke, it, it, it lit a fire in me. And and when I when I first heard you speak down in Dallas, you know, I, I, obviously uh, I can't speak for Jab, but I think he had the same you know same feeling because he called me up and said, "Hey, we're having a meeting. Coach is coming down," and um, so I've been there since the beginning uh, mm. when you had that very first meeting. I got there late, but yep, uh,
10: okay.
7: but but um, my life has tra- been transformed ever since then. Just being around uh, these guys. And and what they're doing, and uh, you know, it, it it's because of your leadership, coach. And I, you know, I just, I'm just so appreciative, and and thank, thank you. you. And I just, just doing uh, my
4: job. Just doing my job. You know, somebody real, real quick. I'm I'm gonna get y'all in here. Uh, they said, "Well, what, what's it done for me? What's the show done for me?" I, I have a coach's heart. The satisfaction of watching our players play. That that that's it the The idea that there are guys who are actually on the field now. That their whole life they were spectators. That's that's what I get out of it. That's the satisfaction I get out of it. The satisfaction that you that you all get out of your own children when you see them do when you see them catch their first fish when you see them uh, hit their first ball when you see them score their first goal. That's satis- That's what I get. That's that's the reward I get when I see. Clay out being, doing crazy stuff. I see Steve Deck. See the change in Steve Deck's life. And I said, back said, oh my God, this is so much fun. That's the way I feel every morning when I get up. God, this is fun. I can't wait to hear. What, what, did, what did Jeff Klein do today? What did he do today? That That's where my satisfaction
33: comes. Brian, come on Coach. Here. Coach, you, yep. you, Steve Deck was going through a rough point in his life, what was that, a couple years ago when he was his job was threatened due to him proclaiming the gospel. And you yep. told him, you told him, well, what is It's basically going to be your promotion. You know, yeah. he was losing his job, but you told him yeah. it's going to be his promotion. That's and right. look, yesterday was probably one of his best days in his life ever. Unbelievable.
4: Huh? He led that event, right? Huh? huh? His whole life he'd been trained to be a leader. His whole life, nobody ever told him, nobody in church ever told him he could be. Everybody in church That's- told him, sit down, shut up, do what we tell you. That's right? the boldness I have. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Praise Good. God for my design and, and my yeah, birthright. And it wasn't a, my birthday
16: yesterday, team. <laughs> yeah.
4: we'll, we'll remember when it is. Brian Cunningham. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. George McCloy. Then Brian. George hasn't been in yet. Have you, George? I don't think so.
10: When Jesus stayed behind yes, at his father's house and they asked him, what about your mother and your father? He said, these are my brothers and my sisters. That's right. Amen. Amen. When, when the flame begin to catch, the wind will blow it higher. Coach, you're the wind that blows that flame. Holy Spirit is.
4: Holy Spirit's the wind. huh? I'm just the fan. That's all. I'm just the fan. Blessings. Blessings. Uh, I see Dan's trying to get in there. Dan Woodcock. Come on in, Dan. I see you there.
26: Yeah, I pressed, I pressed the wrong button earlier. just want to say, right. oh, uh, Coach, <clears throat> Since I've been listening to you, you know, I, I get a lot, of, so much out of the huddle, but so much <clears throat> through, through the course of my day or week pops into my head at these opportune moments. And I just want to tell you uh, one little example of that. You know how we've had, uh, well, I've had in my life, these intense, uh, you feel the Holy Spirit intensely at some points in your life and you, you just wish it would stay. You just feel like love or a glimpse of of God's love. And it just yeah. it goes through me so deep. And I just... You know when it happened, it just why can't that stay? You know, but it fades. Yeah. And I've experienced it. You know, each one of my six kids when they were born I experienced that thing, and and I experienced it because of you. A couple months ago, you said you uh you uh you, you saw you saw you saw a, a young mother with with her children, and 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 you whipped out a hundred bucks.
4: Yeah. yeah.
26: Okay. So I was driving, and I, I'm I'm weary of giving money to panhandlers because I don't want to feed bad habits. You know. Right. But I saw this fella, a young fella, sitting on the curb, not begging, not panhandling, just sitting down. And he looked beat and worn out. And he, he was a traveler. His back was beside him. He had his boots off. And he was just resting. And something hit me. What you took, what you had said in the huddle, you know, the day before, the week before, whatever it was, it just hit me. And I didn't even think. I just went over to him. And, and, and I asked him, hey, could you use 10 bucks? I'm not as generous as you. <laughs> and, and, and he stood up, and he said, "God bless you, sir, The young man." You know. Yeah. And I just felt that rush, Amen. spirit going. Boom. <laughs> it was fantastic. It did, just fantastic. Amen. Amen.
4: Thank just you. Just for a little, just for a little piece of paper. You gave him a piece of paper. Unbelievable, huh? Wow! Wow! Oh my goodness! I could go on. Oh boy, there's power in giving. Oh my Lord. If we could get that one, Brian, come on in.
5: Yeah, coach. I just, um, I'm just thankful that you're doing your job Amen, and that you answered the call, you know, yeah. but I also, I also want to take this time to thank your wife, Michelle, mm. for being there for allowing you to do this, to be that partner there to, um, uh, Yep. to walk with you with this strength and, and, and to help you help get you motivated. Amen. There's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that we, we have no idea about, but your wife does. And she's there. I just, I want to take that time Amen. to thank her today. I also, want to, I also want to thank the brothers that, um, that have been there for me. You know, when, uh, when we had those tough times, you know, what, um, you know, getting ran over by the skid steer <laughs> to, uh, you know, laying in the, you know, going through all that stuff, laid down, didn't have work, and, and the brothers I called and gave me encouragement, Randy, Chad, Mark, I mean, Joe. I mean, I could just, Craig, go on and on, you coach. My daughter's in ICU, and everybody was there for me. And it's um, the fellowship and the kinship and just knowing that this group has your back and just being able to go to the Mercy Ministry stuff, to, you know, the humanitarian relief and and to uh and to get me out of my box and Amen. helping me move forward. And just I just want to thank all of you. Yep, Thanks, we Coach.
4: You, we love you, Brian, and you're giving the heart, man. That's for sure. Blessings. Claudine. Good morning, Coach. This morning. is
12: great. Oh my Good gosh. Course. I this is so
34: overdue. <laughs> so <laughs> overdue. I wanna thank you with my whole heart and strength that um, God has put me in your life and on this show to hear you and the men and the women day after day has been such an inspiration. I actually had to put a list because I did, I probably forgot some things cause I, I didn't know you guys were doing this. I, I It's been I busy, but, well, but I, so I'm just going to go through because really if it wasn't for your inspiration and motivation and, and you know, I always believe the Holy spirit, is, is the one that's moving us. But you gave us the courage to do that. And it began in 2020, listening to you and knowing that I could stand in my own authority with the Lord, even at church, when I knew that it was wrong to sit and not be able to um, stand and sing and worship and mm. um, got other people to see the light of that. Uh, and, and to be able to speak out to people at the grocery store when everybody was so scared during COVID, and went in in groups to go grocery shopping. You know, simple tasks like that took a group effort. Um, yep, to stand yep. in protest against our governor at his house and kneel and pray to the Lord in front of him and his mm. little mafioso people, um, <laughs> um, and. To, to run for local office and get involved and get others involved in our, in our small town to, um, to claim it back. And still today it's even growing bigger and it's wonderful. There's so many more people that are getting involved, including my husband, which I'm very really? excited about, oh. um, to organize, uh, and with other believers that I never knew before 2020. And we have been meeting every Saturday night for prayer and fellowship, um, and uh, to stand up against um one pastor after another to speak truth about the vaccine which totally revealed where they were cuz they all mm-hmm. got it um mm-hmm. to join you guys at uh, J6 and witness the truth there that mm-hmm. that was remarkable i took a lot of courage but i was totally motivated by you and your and the men and the women to go so um otherwise i would have never done that um to be with others to pray and stake the grounds at the New Hampshire state state house last year, where today I represent, um, uh, I'm a representative and we are standing for truth and freedom and we're pissing off a lot of people. So I'm really <laughs> excited about that. Yeah. To, bring other, <laughs> to bring others in New Hampshire and to, um, to meet you in Ohio, Brett, for the Christian Revolution. That was awesome, especially to inspire those who were there that were falsely arrested by our governor for saying amen just days yep. previous to your event. Yep. We still yep. talk about that today. Um, they love you. And meeting you and Michelle in Salem to stand against the mask mandate with the psycho wow. at the, the American Age and against the police that, uh, you know, told us that we had to wear one. So, um <laughs> And, and really just so oh I'm sure there's so many more, but I'm just so thankful for you and the men to, sh- to stand and show courage and, um, and and to be supported by you guys and um, and to show that we are not afraid. We are Amen. not afraid of the devil. We are not afraid of the enemy or the evil. We are standing on the line of God and the Holy Spirit. And God has totally led you to do what you are doing today. I'm totally convinced the Holy Spirit works within you and just reaches out to all of us. So I'm just so thankful to you and to Michelle and to everybody in the huddle. Thank you. Amen.
4: And Is there anything in your life that can compare to the adrenaline rush of conquering your fear and still be standing on the other side of it? to walk into a group of people and say, oh, yeah, let me tell you the truth, buddy. Is there any feeling like that in the world? That's mm-hmm. No. no. Uh, there ain't nothing to compare with it. Nothing. There is nothing. Nothing to compare with it. Amen. Yet though they slay me, <laughs> still will I follow him. Amen. Tammy or Bob, whichever one. Come on.
32: We was coming home from... The Dutch house yesterday after we ate and I said to Bob I said what is that in the sky I mean it was off at a distance but it just looked I said is that rain and he said no it doesn't look like rain it's white it was white and he just went out and it's all over our vehicles and he says it tastes like salt
15: no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a white little specks on one of them look I'm gonna get a magnifying glass they're really small it looked like almost like a snowflake or it's not snow it's not melting there's no water and I touched a few wow. pieces, tasted it. it. Tasted salty, but it kind of looked like a star.
34: <laughs> just, just a coincidence. Cool.
1: Yeah,
32: but coming home from there, I mean, it was like it. I said, uh, "Man, if that's rain," and he goes, "It can't it be rain." Like it looked white, white.
15: like a white, white something, and it was just like a white fog. Amen. 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 Let it rain salt, Lord. Rain salt all over
4: America. Unbelievable. Bob. Bob Havenstrite. Come yeah. on, in, Bob. Hello.
6: Praise the Lord. Just thank God for uh, what you're doing, Coach. Uh, I guess I've been listening for three or four years. I can't remember, but uh, I just remember the first time meeting you up there in Branson and uh, probably one of the busiest roads maybe in the country, 76 Country Boulevard there. I just thank God for the boldness uh, he's given you and the people in the group. And I think of those scriptures talking about keeping the light under a bushel but we uh, don't aren't, aren't instructed to do that. We're supposed to sh- let our light shine, not Amen. keep it under a bushel. And I thank God for your boldness. Thank God to be able to meet you at different places and uh, be encouraged every morning. Thank God for the depth that's in the truth that and that we're standing on the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the uh, the, the word of God. I just thank the Lord that uh, there's people like you and everybody else in this huddle that are not afraid to get out and stand for the truth and let that, let our light shine in this dark, perverted world. We need amen. you, Lord Jesus. Thank you How for do what you, you're Bob?
4: doing. How old are you, Bob? How you?
6: 76.
4: 76 and just getting started, I might. <laughs>
6: huh? Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. it.
4: God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, Mike Blake, come on, Mike.
35: Yeah, I just want to thank God for divine appointments my whole life. And I, I sit back and go through my even my working career and, and, and everything. And I just know how many times when I look back, I see he, he stepped in. And I want to thank the, uh, you guys know him as Pastor Payne, but for allowing him to let you to step in when he was on vacation for for sermons and stuff. Because I would have never really met you or come across your path. and. There's been a lot since then happening, and, uh, and uh, I just thank God for the boldness. And, and, and I yeah. go back to even the first event I went to, going to the abortion clinic. That has changed my life, and it'll change it forever. And I thank you, Coach and Michelle.
4: Mike, you're a faithful warrior, man. God bless you, huh? Mm. Hey, folks, let me tell you something. I learned this a long, long time ago. In a football game and in sporting events, the heroes are the guys making the plays that you don't even know are going on. It's not always the guy that scores his touchdown. It's not the guy that spikes the football. It's the guy that opened the hole that you don't even saw that see that he did it. Mike Blake opens holes, man. He opens holes. Steven Jr. come in, and then Andrea. No, he took his hand down, maybe. Andrea.
32: Hi, Coach. Hey. I uh, I know I don't know many of you, but this family has played a huge, large role in my testimony. Last year, I was fed up in ministry. I was fed up in my marriage. I was just kind of sick of myself, and I was desperate for a move from the Lord. And I saw that there was the women's spiritual warfare retreat at Sky High and so i invited a few friends they couldn't come with me and i just said okay going on my own it's a date with god to drive to ohio to sky high and um a little nervous but as soon as i got there i was greeted with the love of the lord from your wife michelle hugged me immediately when i got there it eased my fears and the weekend was wonderful But I knew I wasn't going to leave there without being prayed over. I was desperate. And Reggie and Stephanie willingly, in fact, they joyfully, willingly stayed after. And they prayed over me. And something was cast off me that I didn't even know need to be dealt with. And it is, a, oh, it's changed me. I'm walking in freedom. My life is not perfect, but I am walking in victory over Aries in my life that I really had accepted defeat for years.
4: Wow, 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 wow,
32: wow. So praise
4: Jesus. Amen, Andrea. Hey, amen, Jesus. Amen, Jesus. Blessings. Thanks, Andrea. I hope Michelle heard that. Michelle, I hope you heard that. Uh, She's, Michelle. maybe not on overtime. She might be doing some children upstairs. Janine, come on in. Um,
25: <clears throat>
36: excuse me. There's no show like this. Um, I get up every morning, of course, for me, way up here in the land of 10,000 um, fruits and nuts up here where uh, it, it's early for me to get up. But I get up uh, for years anyway, That early because it's my time with the Lord. But what I see here is um, over the years, because I'm pretty sure I've been with you since day one, even before your show, Um, I see a barometer in people's lives and that's encouraging. We don't know what goes on in each other's lives uh, behind the scenes. And so when you're sharing one another's burdens, um, we, like, if you get up, we don't know what's going on in their life and um, it's an encouragement and hopefully it's a instructive um, part of their lives. I know it's the first thing I do when I get up, I love it. And Um, There's times I'm frustrated, but um, because, well, you know, by my notes over all the years, but it's still, it's, you know, Abraham, God told Abraham, he said, uh, he says, your seed will be as uh, the sands of the sea, uh, the sand of the uh, earth. You pick, you pick up that, that sand, there's different colors, there's different um, shapes. My goodness, the body of Christ is that. And I just, I'm just so, um, it it gives me a different perspective, I guess, when I hear everybody and knowing there's different levels. Like I said, it's a barometer. But I thank you for that. Um, You know, like with Stephanie, I was down at your place when she burned all that stuff. What a testimony that was, you know, to see her do that. Chad on the range, what a bold guy that guy is. And I just, and he's so funny and so i've enjoyed the the uh, parts with people here so thank so you we're a bo-
4: we're a body warts and all aren't we huh warts and all we're a body look at this are you kidding me look coming here now macy my grandbaby's here to see me come on in uh blessings uh janine go ahead susan macy say hi to everybody there they're all looking at you oh, hi macy seven she's seven She's getting ready to move. They're going to build a house right next door to us, aren't you, baby?
37: Go ahead, Sue. Um, I'm just uh, wanting to say that my sister, I want to thank my sister, Linda, for bringing me here in the first place. And she planted the seed, and you and everybody in the queue has been watering it all these years. I didn't realize how much I didn't know until I got here. And I want to thank Michelle for always being there uh, when I'm asking for prayer. And for everybody here, for Randy Lunsford, who I think is just such a blessing. Um, yes. I just want to thank everybody. I just, I've just i grown so much. I never thought I'd be at a Nephilim mound. There are places I've gone I never imagined. So thank you.
4: Amen. Amen. Well, the, the monkeys, I call them monkeys. They're coming out of the woodwork. They're not normally, these little monkeys are not normally here, but they're here this morning up here with Gigi, that's why I said saying. Uh, Betty, come on in. Jonathan's trying, there we go, there we can see him. There are the monkey's waves. Everybody see yourself there, Amy?
21: Grandbabies are the best.
25: Yay!
21: Good morning. But anyway, Coach, I know you don't like much said about you, but because of you is why we are all here. Amen. We would not be here if it had not been you and hearing you speak. And um, Amen. You, um God gave you that job as a coach for a reason, who filled you with wisdom and knowledge. And most of us had empty lives before this, and we were longing for the truth, and you provided that. Amen. So, Amen. so not too many people have the gift that you have. Believe me, I've heard a lot of speakers, not as many as you, but I tell you what. You knock them dead when you get in there. Yes. They, it's like when the first words come out of your mouth, everybody's yep. sitting up straight like military people.
4: Hey, man, I always, and, always tell Michelle, I don't know if they heard it, but they felt it, right?
21: Yes. And you, know you, know, it, but it. you got yes. us off the couch and out of our comfort zone. And I want to say something about Michelle. How can such a little lady have such a big heart? Oh. She's so genuine, loving, caring, and I'm so proud to be able to call her my sister. Yeah. I love
4: her. That big heart, thank you. thank you. By the way, guys, pray for uh, Michelle. And I, we have to, we're traveling to New Jersey, uh, have a wonderful speaking opportunity there tomorrow night. And so, we're driving out there, uh, early tomorrow morning back on Sunday. So, just keep us in your prayers if you could. James Thomas, come on in, then Dave Allison.
33: Hey, coach, what a magnetic match between you and your wife!
4: Oh, man, it ain't, it, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, amen, amen. Hey, got
33: right, James.
8: Yes, uh, yes. Uh, I don't say a lot. I I get on a lot, but I'm because I'm driving. But I do appreciate what you have here. And uh, there is a there is a scripture in Psalm one thirty three. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity.
20: Amen.
8: It is like precious oil consecration poured on the head, coming down on the beard. Even the beard of Aaron. So I that's my prayer for this group is the love of the unity of the brotherhood. Amen. And I think I think God is gonna do something even greater here this year.
4: I'll do too Thank together.
8: Thank you. Really. Amen.
4: Thanks, James. Thanks. Hey Dave Allison, wrap us up here, man. I hey, uh, as you can tell I guess was, I'm gonna have to uh, go here.
20: Yeah, real quick. Hey, um, their scriptures talked about we're a city that sits on a hill that cannot be hidden. We're that great big light. We're not the little light. They, they taught us in Sunday school that song, and it wasn't correct. And when I think about the big light, I think about uh, Tammy Evans. I mean, the only transgender we got made in here. Is that you, Tammy Wave, Put up that big light there at the, the, the big cross there. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> That's Bob. And anyway, he just comes giving up, a hard time. Right. Bob put that huge cross up, so you've you got to go to Sky High see the big cross and we got a great big life so real quick i'm gonna and I appreciate uh rochelle she's always singing songs from her heart and god has changed my paradigm i've I wrote a lot of songs and sang a lot of songs but here's one we can all relate to this great big light of mine i'm gonna let it shine this great big light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This great big light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Here's one for Paul Gosling. I ain't gonna take no jab. They can shove it where the sun don't shine. I ain't gonna take no jab. They can shove it where
16: the
20: sun don't shine. Well then, I ain't don't take no jam. They can shove it where the sun don't shine. Sun don't shine. Sun don't shine. Oh, sun don't
4: shine. Amen. Amen.
20: That's the Detroit coming out there.
4: Bye, boy. Thanks, everyone. That a baby. Thanks, Dave. I got to get Johnny Burkina in here real quick. Come on in, Johnny. Be good.
20: All right. All I can say is wow. Uh, coach, thanks for the show. Uh thanks for drawing us all together. It's a, a great family. And uh I've been gone for four weeks, uh working 13 and a half hour days, and it's good to be back.
4: Oh good to have you. Oh, you're done working awesome, Johnny. Hey, good man. We miss, we miss you. We miss you. We I miss go you. back
20: next week in Mansfield, Louisiana for eight days and then I'll be back again.
4: All right, bud. Blessings, Johnny. Good to hear. From Appreciate you. y'all. I love you, buddy. Man, we're still Joanne. Go ahead, Joanne.
18: Yes, I, I'm i driving, trying to keep the noise down here. Um, I just want to thank you, Coach, for um the encouragement I get listening to your show. I was turned on to you by my granddaughter's mother-in-law. <laughs> she lives in Maine, and it's been about almost four years I've been listening to you, and um, it got to the point, Coach, where... No matter what I do, I say, I'm going to play soon. Coach doesn't need me today. I don't need to hear him. But, yeah, I'm still waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning to get my exercises done so I can listen to you at 7. So praise the Lord for you. I praise the Lord for Michelle, and I praise the Lord for everybody in the huddle. You You are my family. Thank you.
4: Bless you, Joanne. Wow. Man, I'm going to be glowing all day. This, this This has been good for my heart. Sherry. Mike Blake, hey, I didn't know if you want to back in, Mike, or whether you didn't take it down. Sherry, come on in.
37: Good morning. I don't know how well my hotspots work in here, so I might be breaking no. up. Sounding good. All right. I'm going to give it a try. Look at those brown-eyed baby girls. Woo. You are blessed, brother. Yes. Uh, just, just as the scripture you know, has said that the last shall be first, well, here I am. So <laughs> maybe I'm not the last. But I I just was really meditating on Psalms uh, 103 today, and it's uh, verse 11 that starts. And this came to me back in 2005. I was in quite a quandering, folks, and um, we had left the church. And I went to this um, Issues of the Heart. Um, It was a a woman's uh, convocation. And this woman walks up to me hands me this uh piece of paper and it's psalms 103 11 through 13 and for as high as the heavens are above the earth so great is his love love for those who fear him as for the east is from the west so far has he removed our transgressions From us, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear Him. I um I've been pretty uh, somewhat fearful of getting you know getting my voice heard here, and um I was never real studious in school. You know, I was always the one that tried to hide, and um but thank you for bringing out a boldness in me, Coach. I love guys.
4: It was always in there, wasn't it, Sherry? Sure. It was always buried in there. Amen. 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 Mike Blake, you want to come back in, Mike? I think maybe Mike just got his hand stuck up there. RJ
38: and Clint. Yeah, thanks, Coach. I, I'll be real brief here. I, I do want to recognize some of the changes that have been made. I, You know, I first heard about you because Randy Lunsford walked up to me had a meeting and said you need to check this out and uh you know went and left the meeting that night and, and it was probably two weeks later maybe less that joe esposito i had to have another reminder <laughs> joe esposito calls me up and says you need to hear this guy you know it's six in the morning but it's worth it you know and, and i pray in the morning but anyway i started listening and, and couldn't couldn't quit after that and, and i want to say the people i've met and the, the testimonies i hear are changing me i've you know, probably you know, I have suffered from a performance disease, you could say, trying to do better. Now here I got a coach encouraging me to do better and yet my wife is who bless her heart, nobody would have lasted as long as she has with someone like me. Nobody. I was red pilled in nineteen eighty six and you know, she. Said, this is not her deal. This she doesn't she finally saw the reality of it when COVID came around, and, and she acknowledged, that, yeah, there's something you've been trying to tell us. I don't know why they couldn't get it, but coach, you've inspired me, encouraged me. Perf- the performance issues that I have are that I never feel like I do enough, and and uh, she's telling me you're doing too much, <laughs> and uh, bless her heart, and she's suffering because of stuff that I do, and yet I don't feel like it's been effective at all. <laughs> but I hear the testimonies, I hear, I mean, I. So many of these are a blessing to me. They encourage me not to quit, not to give up. There's something. There's something that's going to happen. I mean, we're in the middle of it. It is happening, right? It's happening. Yes, sir. All around, it's happening. Thank you. So listen, you you get the, you get the, uh, you are the Vince Lombardi of uh, of, of pastors. I tell you what, you are the, you're the one that brings, you bring the best out of people, Coach. God bless you. Amen. You and Michelle.
4: That's what I want to do. Amen. Hey, Pastor Clint, wrap us up, man.
35: i gotta get don boston all right i remember i guess it was about 12 years ago i seen you on fox news past assault ministry and i was so impressed um they and and you said i will go anywhere to any church that calls and i told my wife i said "Uh, um i'm gonna Put his money where his mouth is and see if he'll come to my little, our little church down in Royston, Georgia. And uh, I called and wow, you're coming. Mm -hmm. And uh, something happened to me that weekend. I've I've always been. um, I didn't know why God called me to pastor and I've always been like the island of misfit pastors. Um, And you showed me that i wasn't alone and that i wasn't so misfit and amen. i i appreciate i appreciate it and i'll never forget it
4: amen hey i coached the tailback brother huh that's what it's that's all it. about love you man love
11: you love you don voss uh, coach thanks for all you do um thanks for being faithful
4: amen amen uh,
11: Without this show, it would be tough every day. I can't even imagine And entering this world without that encouragement every day. Amen. So um, thanks for telling us where the bear craps and not forgetting where it does. Because the hard yep. truth is where that happens. And, and right. you never you never. You never you never skimp on the truth, and I appreciate it. Amen. And,
4: uh, Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you too, man. And you know what's been good? You know what's really been good? I'm sitting there with my, my little sweethearts here all around me. Uh, you know what this has been for me? It's been a great encouragement. I didn't do this. Uh, I, I didn't do this for me this morning, really. The Lord hold me, had me do it. But you know what it is? This has been like saying all those things at my funeral that you didn't say when I was alive. It's good, right? Huh? Rather than waiting till I'm laying in that box and y'all walking by and say, "Oh boy, he was a great guy." I got to hear it today. It's an encouragement to me.
33: They right? call it giving giving you your flowers.
4: Yeah, yeah. I didn't do it for that, but it's uh, kind of appropriate. I said it with three months. We know it. We know friends. you did
11: it. Just, just keep doing what you do and don't worry about what other people think. That's one thing yeah. my dad always told me. He said, "You be you because you were made special." And don't ever stop doing what.
4: Amen. what's well,
11: on your heart.
4: My my coach, my coaching philosophy. Somebody told me this a long time ago. Said, Coach, when people are saying stuff to you and they're trying to influence you, just ask yourself this one question: Will they cry at your funeral? And boom, that set me free, baby. <laughs> that set me free. All those uh, all those people that are influencing your life that will not cry at your funeral. Don't mess with them. I'll go to war with you guys anytime, any day. I got to run. It's been a great overtime. First overtime in the history of Coach Dave Live.
18: Amen. Me, hey, Amen. go do
4: something great for the Lord today, huh? Amen. Huh? Do something great for the Lord. God grant you safety and travel in Jesus' name. Thank you, Mary Beth. From all of us. Mary Beth, I'm going to have to get some wipers because there's salt falling from the
15: sky. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, amen you,
15: uh, you can you can see it out thanks, here white dust float, floating around like mosquitoes this, it's not falling like snow does it's just kind of floating going up, and salt, floating dust. up. salt dust
37: bob salt dust God bless <laughs> those grandbabies.
4: yeah amen amen we'll see y'all thanks